Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh. Um, in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, I don't want to say grace, but I want to say um, the, the necessity of difficulty, or maybe not even that. How about we just don't call it anything and we just get into it. Um, anyway, uh, if you'd like to continue to support this effort of mine, uh, you can do that at the infinite spark of There's a new art print store. I've recently taken down the apparel end of it. Um, I'm changing a bunch of things, uh, as far as like, uh, who is printing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, also the books are there. Um, <clears throat> the third book, I'm thinking of combining uh, the first two books in with it and just making it one big book. Uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Uh, so, you know, DM me. Um, and you all know that when you reach out, I will always reach out. I will always get back to you. Um, so... Um, how do we get into it? So what I've noticed, right? This is something that, that, uh, came to me, that came to me. That sounds like I just channeled something. I realized something and it sounds, and it might sound like, well, no shit, but it was when I was, uh, reading the Mahabharat, right? And it's probably even more, pardon me, there's a cop coming by here. It's going to be a little loud, maybe. Um, when you read the Ramayana, probably more, it's probably more apparent in the Ramayana. Actually, it's apparent in all of it. So there's this overarching thing that needs to happen. This good thing that needs to happen. The, the hero needs to defeat evil. But in order for the hero to be in the position to defeat the evil, like Ravana, for instance, in the Ramayana, um, for that to happen, actually, let's use the Ramayana for the whole thing. So, okay. All right. Ravana, uh, was the, um, was, uh, very devoted, uh, yogi. And he did a lot of sadhana for, um, for, for Brahma. And Ravana, but the problem with Ravana is that he was a demon. He was a rakshasa. And, um, you know, in our culture, that's, that's crazy, you know, because, I mean, we all know yogis. Are just, I mean, if you're, you know, over there doing a forward fold, you're probably a really good person. And um, you have the acai bowl to prove it. So Ravana um, was a demon. He was a yogi. Uh, he, would, he would do puja to Brahma. Um, puja is devotional ceremonies for those of you that um, maybe your idea of yoga is just, um, you know, planks and things like that. So puja is devotional ceremonies. Um, those of you that are familiar with the occult, like those right-hand path kind of magical ceremonies are essentially puja. So he would do all this puja for Brahma. And Brahma is the aspect of God that, um, sorry, a lot of bumps here, that creates, okay? 
uh, Brahma is the creation and uh, Vishnu is the the part that brings that's just the sustaining aspect of God and then Shiva is the destructive aspect of God or you could say the um, the aspect of God that brings things to a close that that ends things brings it home like so I don't in the book ocean I wrote a little bit about like so Brahma would be the ocean Vishnu is the, the activity of the waves Shiva breaks the wave and brings the wave home but understand that at no point is that wave not the ocean okay so Ravana was this very talented uh, yogi very devoted yogi um, and he uh, had ten heads and he would uh, offer one of his heads to Brahma every time he did puja you know which is kind of a big deal if you're just lopping off your own heads and Brahma was very impressed you know and uh, he offered him two boons, two promises. Uh, and in those boons, he actually you know, gave him his heads back. So, um, Sorry, this is kind of a bit of a bumpy road. And it's, uh, it is a, a weekend, of course. So there's a lot of traffic-y things. Also, you notice I'm trying a different um, uh, orientation for the video so that maybe I can put some of this on... Um, Instagram. Uh, anyway, um, so Ravana is very devoted. He's very devoted bhakti yogi. He does the proper puja and impresses Brahma. Brahma do, gives him two boons, um, or no, a boon, just one boon, I think. No. Either way, his boon was that he would um, have power over uh, heaven and hell and all of these. Uh, godly-ish or, or otherworldly realms, but he didn't realize, but, you know, to keep the story, you know, interesting, he didn't say anything about the humans or the animals, right, because he saw them as just like, uh, whatever, he had the gods way up here, which is interesting because in Buddhism, the gods aren't, like the god realms aren't necessarily um, good. Anyway, so Ravana is running amok and all the gods get together and they're like, hey, this isn't working. Like, this is crazy. We got to stop this guy. But nobody can because of that boon. So uh, Vishnu offers to take birth as, um, as an earthling to then destroy Ravana and take care of him. Uh, I'm, gonna sk I'm skipping over a lot of the Ramayana, but I encourage you um, to read things like the Ramayana and the Bhagavad Gita and understand the allegory of these things and, and how important the allegory is and how much more enriching it becomes when you understand the allegory. So, um, in order for this good to happen, which would be Ram defeating Ravana, there has to be kind of some annoying underhanded shit that takes place. Like, uh, Matra, uh, one of the the housekeepers or uh, assistants to one of Ram's fathers does some underhanded shady shit and gets Ram essentially exiled from the kingdom for 14 years. Well, if he hadn't been exiled from the kingdom, he wouldn't have been in the forest and he wouldn't have defeated um, Ravana and had Sita, his wife, not been kidnapped 
by Ravana, again, he wouldn't have had a reason to engage Ravana. So it all, it's this thing where you understand that like, this is all important, right? That it's, it's none of it's nothing. And often you don't know what's grace and what's just shit. And even if there is shit, like, is it shit or is it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not one of these people that tells you to embrace every horrible thing that happens to you. But maybe become curious about it, right? Um, it's all something, right? Like it's, it, none of it's nothing. And you have to have both, right? There have to be these like demonic presences in order to, you know, push the story forward. I know that's weird to say, you know? It's like I mentioned it before without, you know, those evil forces in my life as a kid, I wouldn't be who I am right now. And who I am right now is somebody that I really like, you know? What's fascinating, so in order for, in the Ramayana, in order for uh, what you find out at the end of the Ramayana is that Ravana knew that Ram was God. And the only way Ravana could get to God was to have God kill him. And then you look at the whole story and it's like, was that the plot all along? Is Ravana... You know, because he was such a good yogi that he got that boon from Brahma. And in order to get back to God because of his birth as a demon, he had to do all of this. It's very interesting to think about. Like, I mean, the whole book is about, not the whole book, but a lot of it is about being reminded of your own divinity and your own ability like Hanuman goes through that in the Ramayana and, and Ram obviously and then you realize at the end of it the whole fucking thing was about Ravana the whole Ramayana is Ravana going home and there's this long side quest that involves all these animals and Jambavan, the bear king, and Hanuman, and Ram, and Sita, and Lakshma, and all these. And then at the end of the day, it was just about Ravana going home. Right? The big bad demon, the evil person, was really just doing like yoga the whole time. If yoga means to come into union with God, to come into union with the divine, with truth, with a capital T, whatever it is, then this whole thing that Ravana is doing is just yoga. It's just, to us it looks like battle and it looks like kidnapping and all this stuff, but at the end of the day it was just yoga. 
you know and then you look at something like like my personal what I believe is my personal route up the mountain which is karma yoga you know just staying in service until you come into union like you through your day-to-day stuff you just do what you do right you obviously try to stay in some sort of service but was he just doing karma yoga the whole time you know I think about this a lot I think about I think about that and then you think of all the stuff that happened like Hanuman re-recognizing his yogic power Ram learning of his true true divinity and all these things happening and it all happened because Ravana was acting like an asshole and the whole time Ravana and we thought that you know it's like in spite of Ravana Ravana in spite of Ravana Maybe it was because of Ravana. I think about that like with politics, right? People throw around the word apocalypse all the time. And apocalypse just means like, I'm sorry, this is a real free-flowing kind of stream of consciousness episode. I apologize. But look at politics. You know... People use the word apocalyptic and apocalypse and things. And all that really means is the parting of the veil. This guy's not even looking where he's going. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm on a bumpy road. So this is probably very irritating. The noise. (laughs) What it looks like. I don't know. I don't care. Um, I do care. But I can't care. So, um... See, it's almost over. I apologize. So, apocalypse means parting of the veil. And all anybody wants, like, uh, you know, all you spiritual seekers out there, all you want to do is part the veil. But you want to part it on your terms. You want to be the one that parts the veil. You don't want Donald Trump to part it for you. Eh, I'm going to drag him into this. There's at least one of you right now that just rolled your eyes and said, oh, God. And I know who you are. <laughs> um, but he made everyone crazy. He made everyone act nuts. At the same time, showed everyone how fucked up this actually can get. Is Trump the Ravana in this story? Is Joe Biden the new Ravana in this story, in your story about the demon that takes over, the demon king, and da 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 da? You know? It's interesting to me. So I, I think about that a lot. When I'm in those, those moments, like, like this week, for instance. Um, depression uh, is always kind of in the wings somewhere. Um, and this week I had a lot of negative patterns coming up. And I was like, wait a minute, you do this all the time. And you point your finger at all these horrible things. And then you have this breakthrough moment where, I'm talking to myself obviously, where you are elated 
because everything worked out. And then uh, I always get, you know, I get down in my shit, everything works out, because it always does. And then, you know, and I become, I feel all this gratitude towards my practice and like my belief system and like, like everything. And then I feel this awesome feeling. So this week I was like, you know, I'm just going to feel that. I'm going to sit and imagine that, that feeling that I get when everything just kind of either dissipates or works out or whatever the thing is. And I'm going to stay with that instead. I'm going to choose to act as if everything is fine and act as if that good thing has already happened, that thing. And I did that. And then again, the events that always kind of fix things happened. Hold on a second. There's two motorcycles there. I wonder if any of you listen to this ride motorcycles. You should be more careful. You really should. Um, you, you gotta be careful. I realize it feels very like, you know, free and liberating and maybe you had no discernible identity of your own. So you bought this thing and then suddenly you're a part of a group of people that all like the same object that you all purchased. And, but just settle down. You don't have to act crazy. Um, so yeah, was Ravana just doing karma yoga the whole time? Was everyone in the Ramayana part of his ultimate puja? Super time again. You know what I mean? Like, because without Matra, without Ravana, you know, without, um, the fuck was the magician? It didn't, if you're familiar with the story. But, but all of these people set this thing into motion and on, on channel one or two, you can say without all of these bad players, then Ram wouldn't have even had the opportunity to, um, to destroy Ravana and free heaven. Okay. Then we go up another level and without all of these bad players, Ravana wouldn't have gotten to go back to God. And then I take it a step further in my head. And I don't know if this is, I don't know, but in my opinion, and this is uh, something Buddha discussed that the, the God realms were just, the gods were just egotistical beings that were still trapped in samsara, right? So you got Brahma so full of himself that since this demon did such a good job, he's going to give him this boon. because the demon worshiped him so well. That's kind of crazy. But then does Brahma know that Ravana has to do this, that he has to give him this, but it's crazy. Ah, it's so fucking cool when I think about it. And then you think about your own life, like how many times did pain and discomfort push you to the next thing? How often did that happen? Something bad happened and then something good happened 
later and maybe you were too short-sighted or too narrow-minded to see that like they were completely related to each other and you and then you step back and you see it you're like fuck if this hadn't happened this hadn't happened and then at times you're in some real shit and you're like you know what right now i'm not a place where i'm going to try to like say hey something good happens for it i get it you know i get it it's it's crazy but what I've found is in those moments where I'm like, look, I'm not at a place right now where I can think about how awesome or the potential that this has to lead me to something really beautiful. I'm not there right now. And I know that thought, but then I think to myself, so I'm just going to be very, very, very present to all of the difficulty and pain that are happening right now. This is just what I'm going to do. I'm gonna sit here and I'm going to be in pain. And I'm going to be present to the difficulty of the situation. And every time I notice the difficulty coming up, I bring my attention to the sensation of air going in and out of my nose because part of the reason the difficulty is there is because my mind is thinking about it all the time. And then when I come to my breath, my breath is actually happening in that moment and that is real. And so I'm going to keep coming down into the present reality. I don't know. It's interesting though, right? I love the Ramayana, so it's, it's, I love thinking about that. You know, and you look at the Bhagavad Gita, it's the same thing. Like, had Durastra not had such a shitbag of a kid and all these other, and his fucking brothers weren't such a bunch of assholes, right? If Pandu hadn't died, if Pandu... It, it, it's crazy. Like if Pandu, you know what? A lot of you do yoga and you're, you're listening to this and you're not familiar with these characters. And some of you might be yoga teachers. I'm just going to leave that there. So Pandu was this very pious king that through some underhanded shit got exiled with his two wives and then he did something really stupid which got him cursed and the curse was you're going to die if you indulge in sexual intercourse if you get turned on and then one day he just let it slip he's like fuck it dude I just I gotta fuck right and he ended up being with one of his wives which then caused him to die had that not happened had the had he not fucked up had the curse before he had kids, taught and then had his wife use these secret mantras to then procreate with these different gods so that he could have Bhima and Arjuna and, and, and Duryodhana or who are the, all, the, all the fucking five brothers, the Pandus, the Pandavas rather, like then the Bhagavad Gita doesn't even happen. Arjuna isn't even on the battlefield without all that stuff and then we don't have the Gita and it's crazy. It's kind of crazy, man. That in itself is like the lesson, right? That the absolute shit can hit the fan and it lands on the floor in a very beautiful way. <laughs> a lot of shit references today. I don't know. I'm a fucking walking toilet joke. I don't have to tell you. 
Um, just something to think about, man. I can remember the death of my dad, the death of my mom, and knowing that I was gaining some wisdom from this and just knowing that I need to be present for all of the difficulty of this for later. And what that did was made me pretty good at helping people with grief and loss. I think about it all the time. Especially when beautiful people come into my life. One in particular. (laughs) And the amount of like shit that had to go down for us to even cross paths. And this is that thing where it's like, look, I know that I'm not who I am right now without all of the trauma. But I'm very grateful for who I am and how I am and what I am right now. And I also recognize that that doesn't come without some really horrible stuff. Doesn't mean I'm glad the horrible stuff happened. It doesn't mean that I would recommend it to anybody, put your kids through it or my kids through it. But I'm very grateful right now. And those two things are complete opposite and they both have to exist in my mind simultaneously. Okay, I'm going to stop here. Um, okay. Go to the infinite spark of beans.com, Patreon, Venmo, however you want to support this. It's greatly appreciated. Believe me. Um, I've taken the clothing store. The apparel stuff is down. I'm repopulating, redoing it, new store, all of it, using a different dropship person. Printful just, you know, not working out for me. Um, store envy not working out for me <laughs> so just kind of switching it up um, all those prints are done through Society6 um, the books are up there third book on its way I know I say that every week um, and uh, yeah I'm going to have a new uh, t-shirt shop up soon but yeah I love you and we've done this for so long I've been your Ravana, you've been my Ravana. I've been your Sita, you've been my Sita. I've been your Ram, you've been my Ram. And right now it just looks like this. So I love you. Reach out. uh, Questions, comments, fuck yous, whatever. DM me. Um, I love it. And uh, goodbye. Goodbye.